Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Job Search Guide, a show where we get tips and tricks from experts on how you can land your next job. And today we are talking about resilience, and joining us to talk about this topic is Paula Davis-Lack, and she is founder and CEO of the Davis-Lack Stress and Resilience Institute. So, Paula, could you define resilience for us? Absolutely. Resilience is the ability to bounce back and grow and thrive during challenge and change and Mm -hmm. stress. Okay. So both parts of that definition are really important. So it's bouncing back from whatever the adversity is, but then it's also finding a way to learn the lesson in whatever it was that happened so that Mm -hmm. you can go not just from, say, negative five to zero, but zero to positive three or positive four. Right. Okay. Now, how does resilience have an impact on your career or your job search? So uh, resilience is really important because I think, especially these days, it's not necessarily easy to find Mm -hmm. a job, especially if you're looking maybe for your dream job. And you're probably going to be faced with a lot of rejection and you're going to hear a lot of no. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to maybe change course and do something a little bit different. Right. And so resilience is important to help you manage during all of that. Mm -hmm. So what factors really contribute to being an overall resilient individual, especially when you're job searching? Because like you said, you hear no a lot. You get a lot of rejection. And a lot of times you just get an email and it's a canned message. So is it really important to have a great support team behind you or a workplace mentor or a sponsor? Absolutely. And those canned messages are just, they're so frustrating. (laughs) So there's really five big areas that go into making Mm -hmm. up resilience. So if you're going to kind of build your resilience muscles, these are the areas that you want to focus on. Okay. So the first one is just being authentic, just being you. So I have to tell you, that was something that was really hard for me. Um, I used to be a lawyer. And I always used to kind of leave my best self in the car each Mm -hmm. day. And I'd walk into the law firm as Paula the lawyer. And I would act how I thought a lawyer needed to act. And I would leave all of the good stuff about me kind of behind. Mm -hmm. So being authentic is really important. Figuring out how to be able to manage your stress appropriately and and stay healthy is really important. I think especially when you're looking for jobs and and maybe you're hearing a lot of no's. I mean, that can, you know, cause you to be a little stressed out. And so it's important to to make sure you're handling your stress in healthy ways. Something that I call being a fat thinker. A fat thinker, like F-A-T? F-A-T. This is an area of your life where you want to be fat. So fat stands for flexible, accurate, and thorough. Okay. I heard that. That's interesting. When we go into uh, situations or we're faced with a challenge or an adversity, We want to make sure that we have a really flexible and accurate thinking style so that Mm -hmm. we're not jumping to conclusions or getting stuck in that pessimistic mode of thinking. So fat thinking is really important. Mm -hmm. That's a a good tip, especially when you're looking for a job, because like you said, you get a lot of rejection. And then if you're waiting to hear back, you're like, oh, what if they didn't like me because I said this in a certain way? And really just being flexible. And then it comes back to being authentic and just being yourself. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. we beat ourselves up, I think, really easily with our thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, we tend to say, gosh, it it must mean that I'm not good enough or, you know, they don't care about me or I did something wrong. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're wrong in our judgments and our assessments of thinking about situations like that. So, Um, Then the other two, and you alluded to this already, is is making sure you're developing really high-quality relationships with people. Okay. So having that support system, having that team, having people that you can reach out to, uh, you know, especially if you're going through a tough time, um, you know, having – it doesn't take a village. It's, you know, one or two people that you can rely on Mm -hmm. who you know are there for you. Um, Really, really important for resilience. It's really important. And the last thing is to do what calls you. 
So find something that you find um, meaningful, mm-hmm. uh, whether you know that's your work, whether that's something that you're doing outside of work. But having that meaning outlet is really important for resilience. Mm-hmm. Now, these factors that you just kind of outlined, these five things, I think these are things that any individual, no matter what their walk of life is, what their profession is, can kind of take them and then apply them to their own unique situations. So if you're missing any of these important areas, what can you do to kind of, you know, increase, um, you know, whether it's your authenticity or how you manage stress? Do you have any tips for kind of getting better at those areas? Sure. I would say the important thing, because, you know, when you're talking about five big areas, and sometimes Mm -hmm. that can seem overwhelming if you're looking to start to build your resilience, where do I go? So I would say pick one. Pick one of those areas that you really want to target and, and then just start practicing in Mm -hmm. that area. So I have specific uh, tools and and techniques that I can teach people to help them build their mental toughness and help them Mm -hmm. build that fat thinking. There's lots of resources out there about how to manage your stress, um, whether it be, so I know for me, the more stressed out I am, the more I like to go back to basics. Right. So I like to make sure I'm sleeping enough, Mm -hmm. eating enough, and exercising enough. Those three things are really important. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a meditation app on my phone. Okay. Yes, there's lots of them out there. and, And once a day, it just pings me with a little reminder that says breathe and then it'll give me a little message which is really nice oh that is really nice yes that must be really great especially if you're having a bad day or just a tough day and you might have gotten a rejection email and just a nice little message saying hey you are good at this. It'll be okay in the end. Absolutely. And sometimes all you need when you're having a bad day is that just that little pause, mm-hmm. that little shift in your thinking or whatever it is that you're doing to say, mm-hmm. oh, And it just puts you on kind of a better mood or a different course for the day. Sure. And I don't mean to put you on the spot Mm -hmm. at all. um, But what's the name of that app? Just so our listeners, if they're interested, can go ahead and download that. You know, on my app or on my iPhone, it actually says sevens and the number sevens. Okay. Meditation. I'm not sure if that's the official name of it or not. I just happened to pull it up and um, thought it looked interesting. And so I downloaded it. Mm -hmm. So if you just do a general search for meditations, you should be able to find it that way. It's free. Awesome. That's a that's a good tip. And I think our listeners can appreciate that. And, you know, just because we understand what resilience is now doesn't mean that we're going to be successful in applying it. It's, and I think this might be something that is a learning process. It takes time. So do you have any suggestions for applying this, especially, you know, when we're thinking about your career and your job search and things like that? Yeah. And so one of the things that I like to say is resilience is a practice mm-hmm. and resilience is a process. Okay. So um, even though that I teach it and I have taught it for many years, I still find myself um, having days where I'm not at my resilient best. Mm -hmm. And one of the cool things about resilience is it's all about do-overs. So if you realize, you know, oh man, you know, I really thought about that situation in a really stupid way. You can just say, you know what, okay, I'm putting that behind me. And, you know, the next time I have an adversity or a stressor and, you know, we're all so stressed out these days, it's likely, you know, you're going to encounter another challenge pretty quickly. Right. You can say to yourself, okay, I'm going to go about this a different way now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good example. And and I know for myself, I spent a lot of time thinking about what I have done in the past, mm-hmm. which living in the past doesn't make you live in the future. And that's really important to kind of be in the now and think about, okay, what can I learn from what I did then and apply it into my future interactions or emails or things like that, or even job applications, what you've done differently. So Absolutely. And I can give you a specific example from my own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, well, there is a project that the American Bar Association Women's Committee is is okay. working on. It's directly related to a lot of the positive psychology mm-hmm. stuff that I do. And I happened to be on their website looking at all of the materials because I thought it was really interesting. 
And I noticed the committee who they had picked to be part of this project. And obviously, my name wasn't on it. Mm -hmm. And I was so bummed out. And I thought to myself, man, I just must not be good enough. Yeah. They didn't pick me. And I really stewed about it for a few days. Mm -hmm. And finally, I just said to myself, okay, this isn't helping. Right. Where... Where do I have some control or influence or leverage in this situation? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll reach out to them and email them or talk to them and see what's going on. I did that. They had no clue about the work that I did. They said, Mm -hmm. awesome to meet you. Welcome. We'll Mm -hmm. add you to the mailing list. And now I'm in the door. Nice. So all it takes is sometimes just thinking, you know, like you said, where do I have influence? So can you talk a little bit more about that and how to know if you have influence and what you should look for to kind of identify, hey, I have influence here. This is where I can maybe change this situation to maybe help me be more resilient in this situation. Sure. And one of the hallmarks of resilience is Mm -hmm. having, uh, we call it an optimistic thinking style. Okay. And one of the things that optimistic thinkers do is they see where they have control and influence or leverage in a situation. So they're very solution focused. Okay. So they say to themselves, okay, there's something going on here. I can't necessarily, you know, so if you have just been, uh, you got passed over for a promotion, mm-hmm. I can't control or influence my boss's mood or my boss's decision. But what I can do is I can walk into his or her office and I can say, can you give me some specific feedback about maybe why I was passed over and what I can do differently so that mm-hmm. the next time this job opening or promotion comes around, maybe I'll be more prepared and ready for it. Right. So that's having influence and leverage or control. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of influence, but you might have some leverage or mm-hmm. some control in a situation. You can certainly always control how you're thinking about the situation. Sure. And we have a lot of optimist thinkers out there in the world, but mm-hmm. with optimism comes pessimism. Yes. So if you're more naturally inclined to be a pessimistic person, I can imagine that being resilient might be a little bit tougher for you. So do you have any tips on kind of how a more pessimistic person can make a change and be a more optimistic, resilient person? Yeah, that's a great question. And one of the cornerstones or one of the big pillars of resilience is having that optimistic thinking style. Mm -hmm. So I think we often, um, there's two different ways that the science goes with this. There's optimism and pessimism as a personality style. Okay. And there's optimistic and pessimistic as a thinking style. Okay. So what we tend to focus on is the thinking style because you have more control over how you think versus Mm -hmm. just how your personality is. Right. And so pessimistic thinkers, if they have a challenge or an adversity, they tend to think that it's going to be around for a really long period of time. Mm -hmm. They think it's going to impact every area of their life, Mm -hmm. and they're not going to see where they have that control or influence. They get stuck trying the same old, tired solution Mm -hmm. strategy over and over again that isn't working. Right. Optimistic thinkers do completely the opposite. Mm -hmm. So they they go... (laughs) yep, this might suck for a while, and they understand that, but they keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. They limit the damage. That So if something happens at work, they kind of tend to keep it at work, and they don't necessarily take it home with them and vice versa. Right. And then they're very good at solutions, finding the solution. Mm-hmm. So uh, a pessimistic person can kind of maybe put themselves in an optimistic person's shoes and think, solution. What is a solution to my problem? And if it's more of like a, you know, I'm applying to jobs, but I'm not hearing back Mm -hmm. and I'm not even getting a foot in the door. What is a solution for this? Maybe I need to change, um, you know, how I'm presenting myself or 
maybe what I'm saying in my email to the hiring manager is a little bit more pessimistic and it just is, isn't coming off right. Mm-hmm. So my next question really is, um, how does resilience kind of factor into your communication style? In, um, if you're not feeling quite resilient that day, can mm-hmm. it have a negative impact on how you communicate and kind of what you sound like? Absolutely. I think it's really important. Um, one of the basic skills that I teach is to help people understand and describe what the stress-producing event actually is. Mm-hmm. What are they thinking in the heat of the moment when that stress-producing event actually happens? Then what are their emotions and what are their reactions? And understanding that it's your thinking that drives the emotion and the reaction that you're having. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sort of map out a lot of those events during the day and you can start to see patterns where, gosh, in these specific situations, I tend to overreact or I tend to be angry a lot or mm-hmm. I tend to be anxious a lot and my reaction isn't helping me get what I want want. Right. I can take a step back and go, oh, okay, well, if I maybe reframe my thinking in a certain way, mm-hmm. that will lead to a better emotion and that will lead to a more productive reaction and right. maybe it'll get me closer to my goals. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. Now, um, do you have any suggestions for kind of in changing or improving what you're doing um, to increase your chances of really truly bouncing back after you've been passed up for something important like a job? or, you know, a promotion or things like that. So one of the phrases that I use is embrace the suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Embrace the suck. Okay. Embrace the suck. So, I mean, we all have, you know, bad things happen to us every day, little adversities, big Mm -hmm. adversities. And sometimes stuff stinks and you really need to process that. I Mm -hmm. think sometimes we're too quick to move on from kind of processing how we feel after big events like that happen Mm -hmm. or even smaller daily stressors. Right. So it's really, you know, part of resilience is knowing how to regulate emotions, when Mm -hmm. to show your emotions and when to hold them in. And when stuff like that happens, I think it's important to show your emotions, you know, be a little angry, you Mm -hmm. know, have that person that you can vent to. You know, if it means that you, you know, got to go cry somewhere for 15 (laughs) minutes, like just let it out and go do it. Right. You know, and really process all of of what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. But then shift back into that, where do I have control, influence, and leverage mode? And then say, okay, what can I do now to move forward Mm -hmm. with this? That's a good strategy to have to Mm -hmm. kind of just to be upset because a lot yeah. of a lot of times we're taught that you shouldn't show those emotions like you said so maybe being upset will kind of just let it all go and then you can think critically and say what can I do to change this absolutely you know and resilience is not about the rainbows and unicorns and mm-hmm. everything's got to be happy and fine it's about how do you really handle and process and deal with you know the reality and the real emotions that we're going to face when we have adversity and challenge in our lives mm-hmm no, we're um, up against the clock today, but I did want to give you the floor before we wrap up for the last minute or two to kind of share any final pieces of advice or tips that you'd like to share with our listeners about resilience. Yeah, I think the biggest message is that resilience is a process and it's a journey. It's mm-hmm. not a destination. So um, you're going to have days where you're going to feel at your resilient best and you feel like you can just conquer the world and handle it all. And there mm-hmm. are days when you're just going to mess it all up and your thinking's going to stink and, and you're going to wonder what the heck is going on. Mm-hmm. And that is fine. That is what resilience is. It's all about calling a do-over and doing it differently the next time. Well, there you have it. And with that last piece of advice, we will wrap up the show. So thank you, Paula, for joining us and sharing your expert tips and advice. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Now, to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send me an email at aljanradio at localjobnetwork.com. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and I wish you the best of your job search. <laughs>